0: Welcome back to the allergic to grace podcast. I'm Victoria and I'm Whitney. We're so glad you joined in to listen today. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about numbers chapter 14. But to pick up where we left off last week, let's quickly
1: recap what we saw in 12 and 13. So chapter 12 started off strong, with, strong with Aaron and Miriam speaking out against Moses. It started as a complaint against Moses' wife and turned into them basically being jealous of him and his unique and special position that he held um, with God and the leader of the people. So God punishes Miriam and Moses intercedes for her, but God does not excuse her from punishment. Chapter 13 opens with spies being sent into Canaan to check out the land um, to see if it's any good, what the people are like, what the cities are like for military purposes. Um, The spies are gone for 40 days. And when they return, the spies report that pretty much the land is fantastic, but the people are giants. (laughs) Nephilim. Just going to leave that there. And there's no way that Israel could defeat them.
0: Lies. And here we are. Here we are, chapter 14. Chapter 14. So this episode, I feel we are only covering one chapter, but there's a lot to this chapter and I feel there's a lot of discussion points we can talk about. Yeah, Definitely.
1: (laughs) No no concerns about this one not not being an hour and a half long.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) So I think it's important to realize that this chapter can be split out into four separate sections. My study Bible splits it out into four separate sections Mm -hmm. and the RTS lecture that I listened to also separates it out in four separate sections. Perfect. So it just kind of worked out that way. So I feel like if we go section by section and kind of discuss that way, it's kind of a good ebb and flow Yeah. instead of reading the entire chapter Mm -hmm. and then talking about it. Yep. So to start in chapter 14, then all the congregation raised a loud cry and the people wept that night and all the people of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The whole congregation said to them, would that we had died, would that we had died in the land of Egypt or would that we had died in this wilderness Why is the Lord bringing us into this land to fall by the sword? Our wives and our little ones will become as prey. Would it not be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to one another, let us choose a leader and go back to Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the people of Israel. And Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of... uh, Jephanah. Yeah. (laughs) Who were among those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes and said to all of the congregation of the people of Israel, The land which we passed through to spy it out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their protection is removed from them and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Then all the congregation said to stone them with stones, but the glory of the Lord appeared at the tent of meeting to all the people of Israel. And the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people despise me and how long will they not believe in me in spite of all the things that I have done among them? I will strike them with the pestilence and disinherit them. I will make of you a nation greater and mightier than they. So that's our first section. The people rebel. I guess I should probably say the other three sections, which is Moses intercedes. God promises and delivers judgment. Mm -hmm. And Israel is defeated in battle. They are. Those are our four sections we're going to talk about. So the first section, the people rebel. Yes. Starting in verse one, the entire congregation, then all the congregation raised a loud cry and the people wept that night.
1: Yeah. I don't have anything specific for that. (laughs) no
0: and then all the people of israel grumbled against moses and aaron the whole congregation said to them like it's over and over and over again that it's all the people of israel the whole congregation everyone that's not just the leaders it's not just the spies nope it's everyone it's everyone and which brings me to like a, a question I have later on. So just remind me, but okay. The whole entire congregation complains and forgets God's promises, his power, his faithfulness and his generosity. All of the things that we talked about last episode that the spies forgot when they went into the land. Now, you know, you can come back and say, you have these spies coming back and telling you this terrible report about how scary the land is and about how they can't conquer it, blah, 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 Right. You have these two people that are be like, no, 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 don't listen to them. But at the same time, you could have also remembered God's promises. You Mm -hmm. as in the congregation of Israel could have also remembered God's promises, his power, his faithfulness, his generosity, and not had gone into the deep, dark depression hole that the other 10 spies
1: led them to believe what was before them. Mm -hmm. And think about how easy it is for panic and fear to spread.
0: That's exactly what what I have. I was just like, it's an epidemic.
1: Yeah. It's just like it only takes a spark.
0: Fear was at the heart of their complaining. A thousand percent.
1: And you know Um, what? Fear is a liar.
0: It is. Fear is the number one thing the devil uses.
1: Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm.
0: Yes. They heard exaggerated reports from the land and fear and unbelief set in, spreading like an epidemic. Yeah. I didn't read that anywhere. I wrote that down when I was doing my notes. It's good. It's good. I have a
1: I have a lot of uh, of quoting myself here as well. So good, like good, good. like long thoughts and I'm like oh I better write this down or else I'm never going to remember it. Right? Like the thing you said fear is lies. Fear
0: equals not trusting God, you know? Yes. Like and so much of this chapter kind of rang true for me and it was just like you do this, you suck. Like <laughs>
1: Now, now, now. You know what I mean, I don't think, yeah. When I tell you like majorly convicted, like nearly bawling my eyes out on the couch Mm -hmm. by myself Mm -hmm. when reading this, like, and to me, it's just like when you think about that, like, I guess initially, like my thought initially was like when you're being convicted and stuff, I always think of the New Testament. Who would have ever thought that it was going to be? Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like it's kind of not random, but seemingly because most of what everyone talks about are the gospels. But here we are in Numbers and how many times have we 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 said this
0: like how many times have we brought up christ and how he is reflected in all the old testament yes
1: number one Mm -hmm. number
0: two yes the the conviction was real yeah and praise god for jesus because amen
1: uh, amen fear
0: equals not trusting god Mm -hmm. and i have been quarreling with this myself i feel like for the past i don't know year On several different occasions yeah. where I just really need to give it up and trust God, I would not be as scared if I was as I am, I guess, if I had just given the situation, given the problem, given it instead of holding on to it. I can say, hey, take this from me. But if I don't let go
1: of it, how can you take it? Yeah.
0: And that fear is what's kept me. held you captive. held me captive. Exactly. Yeah. You should so. listen to
1: the song Fear by Zach Williams. Have you ever heard that? I think it's called Fear is a Liar by Zach Williams. It's a
0: slave to no. fear that one.
1: No. Mm-mm. what is no uh, i that one is, i think is no longer a slave but this one's like fear is a no liar he slave. will rob your rest steal your happiness um we listen
0: to very different types of genres of praise i music. listen
1: to either like really hard rock <laughs> either down home country or like screaming christian metal, yeah <laughs> <laughs> like when you send me songs it's like com- two completely oh yeah playlist. it's like i'm like was, oh how did you get there mine's
0: like so flowy and like you're just like yeah <laughs> that's not the truth anyway anyways anyway yeah so it goes beyond the fear i feel though it goes beyond the unbelief they just straight up rejected god
1: yeah so i have written down um i'm trying to remember if this is something that i wrote down I think it was something I wrote down or I thought of in compliments whenever I was reading the commentary. How am I immediately hot again? So it's because the air was flowing and now it's not. Um, so I said the complaining saying that they are we there yet talking about we should have stayed in Egypt. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. No, we're going to talk okay. about this whole section. Okay. Move around. Okay. So the complaining saying that they should have stayed or were better off in Egypt um, is pointing and basically saying that god is evil and that his motives were not good they were evil and not meant for good yep and basically saying that that he is not pure and perfect yep i saw that and so first of all regard why again going back to the whole remembering god's promise why would he bring you this far to kill you off in the land that he has repeatedly told you over and over and over again is promised to you you know
0: they forgot who god was yeah and that was that was the root of the problem a they didn't trust him b they were unbelieving in
1: who he was Mm -hmm. yeah
0: and who he said he was like he literally spoke it to you who he's who he was like yeah
1: Yeah. and then i have um it is rebellion to disbelieve what god has promised Yep. So then that was also Their another, unbelief, yeah. yes, another convicting moment for me because, you know, I say like, I don't not believe in God. I don't not believe in Christ, like mm-hmm. very firmly, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm like, so if disbelieving is rebellion, dis-believing. no, if rebellion is disbelieving, yeah. what God had promised is me by me not trusting him to take care of the things rebelling against him every day. Like this was one of those like major conviction moments for me. Like, wow. Mhm. And then this entire time I'm going I've I've been living my, my life like a wilderness Israelite. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like yeah. super
0: That's why I had to go back to the whole fear not trusting God thing. I didn't
1: Okay, it goes
0: deeper with saying rebellion is unbelieving or disbelieving.
1: Mhm. Disbelieving what God has promised. Not disbelieving, but disbelieving what God has promised. Disbelieving what
0: God has promised. God has promised to never leave me or forsake me. God has promised if he takes care of the sparrows in the the grass of the field, why wouldn't he take care of his most precious creation? God promised all of these things to us. And yet here I am saying, oh my gosh, I'm worrying. I'm having anxiety. I'm having stress about all of this situation. When he would never leave me or forsake me, he's going to take care of me in the end regardless.
1: He literally wiped out pretty much an entire Egyptian... well first of all pharaoh's army number one and like all the firstborns yeah like Like, wiped out i don't want to say an entire nation but like pretty much an entire nation to get me remember the flip yes to get me to where i am today and i can't trust that he's going to take care of a tiny situation that i feel like is causing me anxiety during my nine to five work hour day yeah you know like
0: great love that for me like when i tell (laughs) you
1: like so majorly it's just too like i just think it's incredible to see the things that god reveals to you when you're going into just like read about the israelites not going into canaan when they're supposed to you know what i mean
0: there's like, so many lessons to be taken from this though.
1: oh yeah yeah a
0: sermon on top of sermon can be made on yes this particular absolutely passage.
1: absolutely
0: but that's just great i love to hear how i am so unworthy of his right. grace <laughs> right every right. day every day yes something else to repent
1: of great oh yeah thanks for that winnie <laughs> i'm just like when i told you i had a lot of thought provo- provoking things yes. like i mean that's so good many it's good maybe not so many but a few it's good
0: so like the people they mourned the the mourning of the people right they wept what did they say they grumbled they were mourning they were in mourning you know mm-hmm. um they mourned because god would not make it all quote unquote easy they mourned with resentment against him against god um, they gave into the feeling of unbelief and fear and they mourned over a loss as in they thought that the promise of Canaan had died and become impossible. That's from enduring word, by the way. I just saw all of those
1: words were that's really good. Good. Accurate. I because, would say
0: no, he's not going to make it easy. You have to put in the work.
1: And I think it's funny, too, how, like, even myself, I'm guilty of this, that, like, I mean, not that I think that God abandons people, but we oftentimes just so want, because we know that God has the power to just hand us stuff and to give us stuff, like that's what we want and i think too in seeing you know when seeing moses intercede for the people back in exodus and then Mm -hmm. interceding again for um miriam in the last episode that like through the struggles is how he develops us and grows us spiritually you know what i mean so of course he's not just gonna hand you everything because think about like i don't know in movies you always see like the rich kids always just being handed everything and they don't know how to work and yeah like that's what Israel would have been as a people. That's what we would be as a people. I saw
0: something, I think it was today, that was talking about exactly that. Like you praying to God, asking him for things. Like asking him to give you patience he gives you opportunities to be patient mm-hmm. asking you asking him to give you happiness he gives you blessings and happiness is up to you mm-hmm. like asking him to give I don't know favor or whatever and he was just like you know be obedient to me and my favor will follow yeah that type of stuff so like you have to put in the work exactly in order for it to unfold the way God wants it to mm-hmm. unfold and if you don't put in the work if you were as unmoving as as it would take a hurricane to move you mm-hmm. you're not going to see those things exactly and he can remove himself he
1: can yeah. remove his presence mm-hmm.
0: he's done it before
1: uh yeah clearly in this chapter right <laughs> <laughs> right right so. yes um and i also too wanted to talk about uh verse nine yeah so hold on one Just, second okay, the, sorry. People,
0: the people grumbled against moses and aaron that part when i read it i i got a little scared I got a little scared because you remember last time somebody grumbled I'm like, oh, this is not good. Or not Aaron, Moses? Moses,
1: in my head, I'm going, ( criticisms) Right, they're not grumbling against
0: them. They're grumbling against (laughs) God. Exactly. The whole entire congregation of Israel. Uh, They wanted to choose their own leader and go back to Egypt. It was true rebellion. They didn't want God's plan or
1: they didn't want God. No, they wanted to reap the benefits without the work. They wanted God to hand them
0: wanted to everything. roll out the which, red carpet into which Kanin. is
1: basically what he was going to do like he was going to give them that land i think what they thought was is they thought that he should just go ahead and smite and wipe out everything uh-huh. and have the land be ready for when they walked in yep. so that they didn't have to do anything it's a
0: clean slate well
1: guess what adam and eve Let's ruined run. that for you that's
0: not one second the whole fell on their faces because does that come before nine yes moses and aaron falling on their faces Um, And during Word says, when someone falls on their face in the Old Testament, it's the ultimate mark of religious worship and awe. So seeing how bad the situation was at hand, the rebellion that the entire congregation of the people of Israel was doing, and knowing that nothing they said to them would change anything, they did the only thing that they thought would help, which was pray. Yeah, they fell on their face. And reverence in awe of God and His mightiness, and said, "Help! Got to handle this because we can't help, please." Yeah, they didn't. They didn't pray for their own lives. No, but they prayed for the submis- in submission, for the judgment to come in hopes it would spare the people. Yeah. Okay. So they did okay. it in a good way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and they did not get involved. Yes. In the uproar and the rebellion that was happening. Mm-hmm. So. And then Joshua and Caleb tore their clothes. What have you talked about tearing your clothes? Yeah.
1: It was just kind of like, it's basically just like an outward sign of showing like emotion, Thanks. frustration, yeah. like upset, deep grief and mourning, as yeah. acting as if
0: someone had died or was about to die. Yeah. So, I mean, so nine, I think that's it, right? Nine. Yeah. Yes. They tore their clothes. If the Lord delights in us, he will bring us into this land to give it to us, a land that flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord. No.
1: Yeah, that right. And Mm -hmm. do not fear
0: the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their protection is removed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them.
1: And again, yes, same. And again, this is just going to that basically God was pretty much going to hand them the land. All they had, all that was required of them was to be obedient, Mm -hmm. to listen. So I just had this highlight, I don't remember what it says. A quote from the commentary, the Book of Numbers by Timothy R. Ashley. It says, in regards to verse Mm 9, protecting the Canaanites up to this... Okay, the metaphor here indicates that God has been protecting the Canaanites up to this point, but will no longer do so so that the Canaanites will become prey, food, in this case they're saying, the Bible says bread, for the Israelites. Israel need not fear either the Canaanite gods or the Canaanite armies. According to... Dillman this is another like theologian I guess yeah Um, according to Dillman the theological reason for the removal of the divine protection from the Canaanites was their sin which defiled the land itself so I just thought it was interesting because I never thought of like because you know you think about the Canaanites and you immediately think evil bad terrible people but like they had to have been being successful somehow some way and god was protecting them prior to the israelites about being to you know what you're saying and of course
0: god was protecting him them like of course yes even in today's world we have multitudes of people who don't think that he exists who don't believe in him at all who believe in their gods that they want to call their gods and mm-hmm. you know other religions mm-hmm. and things like that and of course he protects them yeah because they're his children right and that it comes into the whole thing of free will mm-hmm. like why would he just immediately smite you because you don't believe in him and you don't
1: he wants to give you know the time him. and the opportunity exactly. to do so so i just think it's of kind course of course
0: he was protecting
1: yes i do think it's kind of interesting in this verse we have the god talking about like In general like the people do not rebel you know against the lord he's going to take away the protection of the canaanites when the reason he's taking away his protection from the canaanites is because because they've been rebelling Mm -hmm. so it's like two two little things in there two little nuggets in there
0: of course too if he wasn't protecting them and or with them at all they would not have children and would not have become a people a people right, right. like, like.
1: <laughs> and i think it's really interesting too how i mean maybe i'm jumping ahead but like at the end of this section he talks about just talking about like the people and everything and like having children mm-hmm. talking about you know god it's going to make a a people from the, from moses yeah and make him even greater and mightier than the israelites think about the israelites currently how we've talked about the numbers that they have can you imagine if god would have done done that and made a nation even larger (laughs) like yeah that's just crazy to me i mean not crazy in the sense that god is crazy but just like thinking about the numbers because we're already talking about millions of people
0: yep he literally said he would strike them with pestilence and disinherit them Mm -hmm. like cut off from your people yeah wither away and die can we just go back to the fact that they the whole congregation literally wanted to stone them to death right
1: first of all can we talk about how? i think we talked about this in in previous episodes back in leviticus but like how terrible being stoned was right like right you want to stone the two men number one the number one man who god was gonna smite you a year ago
0: Mm -hmm.
1: when you guys left egypt and yeah he was about to wipe you all out and moses the man you're about to stone to death quite literally saved every single one of your lives but let's go ahead let's kill him
0: some perspective here, please. anyway (laughs) i i want to take something from enduring word and kind of relate it back to today because it's so freaking true it's one of those moments i was just like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh about the stoning it said this was the response of the people rebellious unbelieving men cannot endure the men of faith who come with a challenge of faith they wanted to kill joshua and caleb for calling them to forsake their unbelief and to trust god those who live in rebellion and unbelief often find those who live in faith and submission to god to be aggravating and disturbing Mm -hmm. this is especially true if those who live in faith tried to correct or guide the rebellious in unbelieving
1: isn't that so true like and that's so accurate Mm -hmm.
0: and it's only gotten worse like this this commentation commentation commentary this commentary was written like back in the early 2000s yeah and like just think how much it's, of humanity has had a downfall Well, past... it's
1: progressively getting even in the last year exactly so like it, it's
0: just the the, the... the attack that christians are under today all in all parts of the world like even in our culture in our society because like we go against what is quote-unquote the norm now apparently yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um is still ringing true even back for the Israelites. Yeah. They wanted you to turn away from your unbelief and trust in God, and they wanted to kill them all.
1: Yeah. And I think it's interesting too like you said first of all this commentary is written back in two th- like the early 2000s mm-hmm. or like back in 2000. This was happening way, way back, back, back before, that. <laughs> before that. And I was just talking today too with someone about how like it's so incredible to see because whoever thinks like I'll be honest with you, I did not. Like I guess Part of the reason, too, I'm doing this is also, like, relating the New Testament and the Old Testament with currently, like, how we're living, you know? It's just really interesting to see that, like, all these exact things were happening then that happened in the New Testament and that are happening now. History repeats itself. Yeah, and it's I also want
0: to like plug in here. This is exactly what they were talking about in Revelation when it was like your time of trial is going to happen. Like it's going to get worse. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. if yeah. you don't think we're in the end of days, just look at the progression this world has had in the last five years. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And the attack that is on Christianity in general.
1: Yep. Now that's not to say that there's not problems elsewhere. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. definitely but, not. We're you know. in a fallen world. Yeah. Oh, it's just yes. a little crazy.
0: I was like, oh my gosh, and is that not the truth?
1: Yeah. And like, I think what should be scary is, is that when we're going through and looking at history, especially given like these biblical events yeah. that are very much so can be related to like things that are currently happening, Real time. Wrong, how God handles that. Mm-hmm. Like, sodom and gomorrah it's scary <laughs> yeah well i mean even now like what what God's about, about to, to do yeah i mean his punishment and his judgment is not always swift and quick Mm-mm. like Mm-mm. it's a it can be a slow burn oh yeah <laughs> you know like yep.
0: i just thought verse 11 was so freaking sad
1: yeah, it is. I, it was
0: so sad. Like God is coming down and just be like, how long are you going to despise me? Like, how long are you not going to believe in me? Like you've seen all of the things that I have done. How long is it, is it going to take for you? What is it going to take for you to believe in me? Right,
1: I have you. Think about the signs that He's already given them. It's just so sad. Like so many in the last year. Yes. Yep yes i um was looking to see if i wrote anything about that i'm sorry
0: you're fine
1: um god yeah. appeared oh, to all of the israel this was also one of the things i was gonna say like how sad but think about too like angry like oh yeah what is the one thing i always say? i don't think over? he's sad i
0: think he's mad like
1: think about but it's sad to think yes about. <laughs> think about the one it's scary think about the one thing that i always say don't make it out like I'm not going to do what I'm supposed to do or what I said I'm going to do. Now imagine that by God, like I promised you I was going to give you this land. I've given you quite literally everything that you have asked for up until this point. But now you want to rebel and say we're going to turn around and go back to Egypt because you're not really going to do that for us yeah don't here's god <laughs> saying don't make it out you know like yeah. i'm not gonna do what i said i was gonna do
0: yeah but like really he created them he chose them he handpicked
1: every single one of them i think you quoted rc sproul and it i just remember this all the time daily we are creatures from the dirt yep
0: dirt who are you to defy the almighty who are you to rebel against him seriously like I, <laughs> we are creatures from the dirt that he made out of nothing and all he wants in return is our love and obedience mm-hmm. to his laws yes that's it which there's not that many
1: no no and there was even less before even adam ruined everything exactly but you had one rule money <laughs> one one one
0: you know it's like it's just it's It's overwhelmingly sad to read that. And then at the same time, you can just imagine the anger and just the fed upness that was in those verses. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, are we done with that section? The people Um, rebel?
1: Yep, I believe
0: so. All right, we're moving on to section two Moses intercedes for the people. But Moses said to the Lord, then the Egyptians will hear of it, for you brought up this people in your in your might from among them, and they will tell the inhabitants of this land. They have heard that you, O Lord, are in the midst of these people. For you, O Lord, are seen face to face, and your cloud stands over them, and you go before them in a pillar of cloud by day, and a pillar of fire by night. Now, if you kill this people as one man in the nations who have heard your fame, wait, mm-hmm. right, will say, It is because the Lord was not able to bring these people into the land that he swore to give to them that he has killed them in the wilderness. And now please let the power of the Lord be great as you have promised saying the Lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, forgiving iniquity and transgression. But he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and fourth generation. Please pardon the iniquity of these people according to the greatness of your steadfast love just as you have forgiven these people from Egypt until now. If that is not just beautiful.
1: It really is. Why did they say Moses could not talk? And why? Can we think about where Moses was back at the beginning of Exodus, murdering people and telling God, no, I'm not doing it. Send somebody else. Yep. And here we are. He's interceding on behalf of the people who are trying to kill him. Twice. Yes. Now, like
0: after just doing it for his family.
1: Anyway, this is why I'm not a Moses.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. Um, Moses did not focus on the human tragedy that would have been if God wiped them all out and yes. started over with Moses. Yeah. He didn't say, Oh, but God look at all the look at all the children that would die an untimely death. Look at all the look at all the people that you've made. Don't you feel bad that you would, you know, mm-hmm. cut them off from this world, like whatever. He didn't do that. No. He interceded for the people, drawing on who God is, and he appealed to his character and his glory. Mm-hmm. He said, look at all the things that you've already done. You've pulled us up out of Egypt. I see you, basically. Not that yeah. he needs to tell God right, that, but-, but he says, I see you. Also, the Egyptians will see that you've killed these people and think you did not have the power to bring them into this land.
1: Yeah. Yes. I wrote... Um, Moses says that the death of the people will be attributed to God's lack of power. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he then that's why he was able unable to bring them through the yeah. wilderness alive because he couldn't. Exactly. That God couldn't do it.
0: So that's what he said the Israel the Egyptians would say to all of the other con like the other. And let's be real, he's people. probably
1: entirely correct. Oh yeah.
0: And God probably knows that. But my favorite is when he quotes God back to God. Yes,
1: I have that.
0: <laughs> when he's literally saying, he's quoting the Ten Commandments, mm-hmm. because that's when it was said what, back in Exodus, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He's like, remember who you are. Remember who you said you are. So he's just appealing to his character and his nature and his glory. He's basically not reminding God who he is, but reminding him who he said he was. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and basically saying, show them your power. Don't kill these people, but show them your power.
1: Yeah. You know? And I kind of want to talk about like when we say show them your power, like what we mean by that. So I wrote down, Moses asked God to show the actor, like you said, to show the attributes in verse 18, that by showing his extreme power is to forgive the people. Mm-hmm. Because think about how hard it is. I can only speak for me personally. Think about how hard it is, as we all know, extremely difficult especially if we feel we've been wronged by someone to forgive them so to have the power to be able to forgive someone who you believe has wronged them think about the amount of strength and power that that takes yeah. and moses is asking like this is like spinning in god's face mm-hmm. Them saying this and so for god to flip around and instead of killing them and you know yep whatever and forgiving them is a humongous example of god's power you it know is. see what i mean i told you some like it is uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i sometimes it is so hard for me to forgive someone you know so no i hard. say i
0: forgive but do i really
1: right because think about how and I know we've talked to this about this before, but think about how much easier it is to just stay angry and to loathe or hate or someone
0: when we allow ourselves to be consumed by anger. The only victim is ourselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Like it's easier to forgive. <laughs> it's not.
1: No, like <laughs> exactly. The amount of power it takes to forgive one person, yeah. let alone an entire nation of people who have just who have you, basically. You. Yeah. You know, and said that you're evil and
0: that you only want bad things for them, like calling you against your character, mm-hmm. the almighty God who has done all of these things already. Yeah. Yeah. And you've already seen the consequences of some of that stuff. You remember mm-hmm. the blasphemer? He died.
1: hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you remember the outskirts of your city? No, because they're charred. Like, <laughs> you remember the unauthorized fire? No. <laughs> Do you remember the, the chicken or the whatever? The ch- stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the quail that you ate and died? Like, do you remember the craves
1: of graving mm-hmm. or the graving of graves? The graves of craving. The graving graves. The graving of graves. I did that thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord.
0: I hate myself. You're so good. No, you don't. <laughs> Read that. So anyway, yes. this RGX lecture says about Moses interceding for the people. He says, in other words, Moses appeals not to cheap grace, not to a God who is so loving that he would never, ever judge anybody, but to a God who is characterized by a holy love, justice and mercy, steadfast love, perfect uprightness. And he says, Lord, because that's how you are, because that's who you are.
1: You spare these people, please. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah. And he appealed to his character, like I said.
1: Yeah. And I have two... Study section. What do I have? Oh, Sorry. I have also um, highlighted again a quote from the commentary by Timothy R. Ashley numbers Mm -hmm. citing our sources Um, by forgiveness, neither Moses nor Yahweh means to indicate that Israel's punishment will be avoided or canceled, but only that the fundamental covenant relationship between Yahweh and Israel will be maintained from Yahweh's side. So Moses is not asking God to not punish Israel. He's not asking them to, you know, let them get off scotch free. He's mm-hmm. just asking them to not please don't wipe everybody out. Mm-hmm. He could okay. in this moment.
0: Let's just be let's just be clear. If he were to have wiped out the entire nation of Israel and started over from Moses, he still would not have been breaking that covenant promise Absolutely he made to not. Abraham.
1: Absolutely not. Because
0: remember, way back in Genesis, he swore on himself mm-hmm. that yeah. he would keep this covenant, well, keep the promise. And
1: Moses is still from Abraham. Exactly. So yeah. Absolutely. So he could have done that. Could have. Which
0: is probably why he suggested it. Yes. <laughs> Do we have anything else for Moses interceding for the people? Um, no. According to your greatness of your steadfast love just as
1: you're forgiving these people from Egypt till now. And I think, too, that this is just by Moses asking God to show this great power, that he's also acknowledging the fact that he realizes how much more powerful and how much strength it would take for God to forgive the people than it would for him to just start anew. Yes. Yes. So, I'm just saying. That, too.
0: I read something somewhere. I don't remember where it was. It was probably their enduring word or somewhere else that how important prayer is and Mm -hmm. that not like we don't know the relationship that we have with God with our prayer life we don't know how it affects what happens you know because there's no way to know that God Mm -hmm. only knows that yeah but we would like to think that it has it's powerful and it has purpose and it does we see that but at the same time, Moses interceding for the people just shows how powerful his prayer can be and how powerful your prayer can be when you pray to God about certain yeah, things. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you're not interceding for an entire people sparing their life.
1: But still, you could be interceding for a family member or for protection for your children. Exactly. That's why prayer is
0: so important. It
1: is. And I think, too, like it ties hand in hand with faith because you're putting faith in God to hear what you're saying and hear what you're asking for. Mm-hmm. To know that he's going to take care of everything in in his way, and he knows what is yeah. best.
0: and I also think that prayer. We can probably do a whole freaking episode on mm-hmm. prayer. That uh, prayer goes hand in hand with that. Um, those works that you have to do in order to move and like to have God move in your life. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Putting the work into the relationship. Yeah. Prayer is part of that work.
1: Exactly. Not
0: saying that you get works to earn your salvation. Correct. Let's just make that clear. But
1: relationships are effort. work. It's yes, the effort, effort. you put in. Mm-hmm. Because you're going to get back what you put in.
0: Exactly.
1: So anyway. Mm-hmm. Before we go off on a whole tangent about prayer. Sidestep that. I didn't even
0: have any <laughs> of that written down. I think that was in from endurance. The
1: Holy Spirit moving.
0: <laughs> so the next section is called God Promises and Someone Delivers Judgment. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word. But truly, as I live and as all the earth shall be filled with the glory of the Lord, none of the men who have seen my glory and my signs that I did in Egypt and in the wilderness and yet have put me to the test... No, and have put me to test these 10 times and have not obeyed my voice shall see the land that I swore to give to their fathers and none of those who despise me shall see it. But my servant Caleb, because he has a different spirit and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land into which he went and his descendants shall possess it, possess it. Now, since the Amalekites and the Canaanites dwell in the valleys, turn tomorrow and set out for the wilderness by the way to the Red Sea. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, How long shall this wicked congregation grumble against me? I have heard the grumblings of the people of Israel, which they grumble against me. Say to them, As I live, declares the Lord, what you have said in my hearing, I will do to you. Your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness. And all of your number listed in the census from 20 years old and upward who have grumbled against me, not one shall come into the land where I swore that I would make you dwell, except Caleb and the son, Caleb, the son of Mm -hmm, mm Jephunneh, and Joshua, the son of Nun. But your little ones who you said would become prey, I will bring in and they shall know the land that you have rejected. But as for you, your dead bodies shall fall in this wilderness and your children shall be shepherds in the wilderness for 40 years. For forty years and shall suffer for your faithlessness until the last of your dead bodies lies in the wilderness. According to the number of days in which you spied out the land, forty days a year for each day, you shall bear your iniquity forty years and you shall know my displeasure. I, the Lord, have spoken. Surely this I will do to all this wicked congregation who are gathered together against me in this wilderness. They shall come to a full end and there they shall die. And the men who Moses sent to spy out in the land who returned and made all the congregation grumble against him by bringing up a bad report about the land, the men who brought up a bad report about the land died by a plague before the Lord. All of those men who went out to spy in the land, only Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, <laughs> remained alive. So God promises and delivers judgment. He does. As God's I said. God's promises fulfilled. 14, 20 through 35, my study Bible says, God's response is somewhat surprising. On the one hand, he declares, I have pardoned according to your word, but that does not mean they can go ahead with their plan entry into Canaan. In fact, the disobedient Israelites will get what they asked for. They wanted to return to Egypt and they're told to go to the wilderness by the Red Sea. They said they did not want... In- they said they did not want to enter into the land because they would die there. They are told they will never enter it, but die in the wilderness. They fear that their little ones would become prey, but it is the children who in 40 years time will enter into the land. Boom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The whole I have pardoned according to your word is a strong look to Christ. I think it was the RTS lecture maybe, or maybe Enduring word, that said that um, when Christ... Or when Moses interceded for the people, God said, I have pardoned them according to your word, according to what you have said. Right. Mm-hmm. And when Christ died on the cross for all of us, he took on our sin. Yeah. He, the, he God pardoned us according to his word and to his obedience to him. And that's the difference, obviously, because we're not all saved by Moses.
1: No. <laughs> no. That's but it also a good point. kind of
0: like mirrors the need yeah. for a mediator. Exactly.
1: Yet again. Mm-hmm. We just saw this in what? Chapter 12? Yep. 11? Because think 12. about this whole
0: situation without Moses.
1: Everyone would have been dead back in Exodus. Exactly. Or how about before they even left Egypt? Whenever They never, though, would, like, have, they never would have They left. never would have made it out. So um i just had a thing first of all where about verse 22 where it talked because i was really curious to see where they test me 10 times um it could be one of two things am i jumping ahead nope okay. no.
0: Nope. i have something about that too but i'm interested in what you're saying because i wrote down a bunch of stuff that just came out of my brain so
1: oh, okay so it could be one of two things number one the fact it could just be this is what scholars said mm-hmm that he's just talking about the people putting him him as in god to the test over and over and over or okay and then here's listed out the 10 times oh, i oh. think the 10 times count i didn't count okay so we have the red sea um at mara in the wilderness this says in the wilderness of sin but i'm assuming it's like the wilderness of like
0: well think uh well no because remember they grumbled about food and water yes in the okay so sin. in the
1: wilderness of sin because i don't remember what everything was named so in the wilderness of sin twice at kadesh at okay. uh Raphidim, mm-hmm. at sinai mm-hmm. at Teberah, mm-hmm. which was numbers 11 1 at kibroth hathava i think that's the graves of the, craving yeah the
0: craze of craving, and then
1: the present situation was that ten?
0: That was ten. Yeah, according to that list.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I just thought that was interesting because I'm like, because we also have talked about how ten can just be like
0: a general number, no, a
1: generalized number of like. And that's over what and over I saw. Like again. when
0: when I saw, I think it was Enduring Word, obviously that said that ten was just a generalized number. There mm-hmm. hadn't been explicitly ten separate yeah. times, but that I mean that makes sense. But um, from that, I was just like. God is at his wits end. He has had enough. Yes. Um. The, the literal 10 things or maybe the not so literal 10 things was just God's number of completion. It's just saying, I have put up with this long enough. I'm done. Like, I'm done. I'm going to wipe you out. hmm. You know, third time's a charm. I'm done. You're going to get my judgment. Ten like, times a charm. How many he's he's he has endless patience. But at the same time, if he didn't do anything, it would just what would change? What would change? Like, how do you and learn? how would people view him? Right.
1: Like, oh, he lets them do whatever they want and then still gives them what they exactly. He
0: he gives just judgment like and that's part of his character. That's part of the attributes of God. He is just. Yeah. So like in saying that you have these things, people just keep going over and over and over again, testing him and complaining and doing all these things and he's not going to give them judgment that's outside of his character
1: right i mean he's i think shown all of his other attributes in the meantime he's shown them you know mercy patience grace grace. all of that stuff until eventually he's like all right where this has gone too far yeah like you're done like enough is enough and think about too i always think of like a parent-child relationship like you can let your child do something for so long where like you know you can you'll let your child do something for so long and then you're just like all right that's enough you're done like perfect example like if you don't stop talking back to me like i'm removing all screen privileges yeah well and when the talking back doesn't stop all screen privileges have been revoked i don't i don't have that situation but i'm just saying yeah yes mm-hmm. i also have two about um the promise of judgment Hmm. um he says, well, not he, but well, I guess Timothy actually says in this unit, one sees the divine forgiveness, that divine forgiveness does not cancel divine punishment. The punishment postponed by God in Exodus thirty two thirty four is put off no longer. I didn't look that up, by the way. God's mercy is seen in that he does not wipe out the Israelites immediately.
0: No, but he does wipe them out.
1: Oh, he does. Just not
0: immediately. An entire generation. Mm-hmm. Like the people who mm-hmm. were yeah complaining the people who rose up against him anybody
1: he says he references the census that they took anybody who's 20 years old and older and
0: my study bible says something about that it says all those 20 years old and upward were sentenced to die in the wilderness because it was those over 20 who had been enrolled to fight
1: but had refused oh that makes a lot of sense
0: see like that goes back to my whole thing like what if what if like for say for example the levites weren't included in the people who I were I write a
1: whole thing about that they're not they were not they weren't
0: mm-hmm. like i'm i'm wondering too if like other people of other clans who who trusted god and who who like wanted to go like i wonder if they two died in the wilderness you know
1: what i don't know because i don't think it specifies anything in that i did read because it in says that all those who are 20 and upward yeah but like you know i did read because the levites were also not included in that census remember the levites yeah. had their own census so i did read that the levites were not included in that yeah now that's not to say that like if god didn't know their heart yeah you know that they also weren't included which i'm assuming would be The same thing for what you're saying, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, like if it's saying all the people, it leads me to believe that all the people grumbled against them. It
0: does... It does say in some in some verses that all the people were going to die in the wilderness, all the people who are included in the census. But then in other in other parts, it says all those who grumbled against me, all those who rose up against. Yeah. Me. So it makes me think that it might not have been everybody. everybody. Like yeah. if you were truly pure of heart, that you trusted him and you trusted Caleb and Joshua, then you were good to go. Is that right, Joshua. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was about to say Joseph. <laughs>
1: that you were you were fine and you weren't going to die in the wilderness because to remember when aaron's sons died you know i think he didn't follow an exact instruction from god but the reason he didn't follow it was because god knew that aaron's heart was in the right place and so he did not basically didn't get punished for it yeah so i really think of god because god knows he's all-knowing knows the heart knew the hearts of the people who were not involved in the grumbling I'm sure he spared them if it says all those who grumbled against me yeah he probably just meant all those who grumbled against me that were I shouldn't say what God probably meant because but God didn't probably mean anything yeah God means things but you know what I'm saying
0: yeah I mean it just says different stuff so yeah. that makes me think that it wasn't everybody, everybody
1: but for the but ma- they wanted majority. to make a point that yeah. it was
0: like a good hunk of people it was probably
1: almost everyone almost every yeah like
0: they were a small minority of the people who wanted to go, yeah. So they got pushed back to the wilderness, basically, yeah. Enduring Word says God had brought them to the threshold of the promised land, but they rebelled against Him and did not enter. So God sent them back into the wilderness. Israel demonstrated that they were still slave-minded. They did not think the people suited for God's prom. They did not think like people suited for God's promised land. It would take more wilderness training until the new generation became a people ready to live in the promised land. And this. <laughs> This is one of my conviction points here. How many times has God moved you to a precipice, and fear took over, and you did not take that step of faith, Mm -hmm. and you got pushed back into the wilderness of tribulation and character building? Yeah, seriously. How many times has that happened in your life?
1: All the time, countless. I'm sure. How many times has it happened? I haven't even recognized. Yeah,
0: and Mm -hmm. I was just like. want to throw up a little bit (laughs) and i want
1: to say too like kind of like building on that so you know the people are like oh we want to go back to egypt we're going to go back towards the red sea god is sending them to the wilderness to be punished but he's also letting them do what they want to do oh yeah like he's providing them the provision to do what they want to do so they're getting yet again what they want. I said, God, yet again giving the people exactly what they want, despite the fact that it is not what is best for them. Seriously. So, and then I wrote, This goes to play on what you're saying about, you know, how many times have we reached a point where we're supposed to take that step of faith and we don't? Mm-hmm. Me, 99.8888888889% of the time. Yep. Because, and then what does God do? He, He, uh,
0: He allows us to go back to what we're used to.
1: Even if that, even despite the fact that that's not what's best for us.
0: Exactly. And then you learn from that and then you get back up to that precipice and hopefully you're not filled with overwhelming fear Mm -hmm. and you take a step of faith Mm -hmm. to push you in the right direction of God's will. Like literally when my prayers every night, because I have stopped praying for my goals and aspirations, I've literally prayed for my prayers and my wants and my things that i'm looking forward in my life to align with god's will
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: and i need i need you to tell me what that is a little bit because i, I don't know a, what to pray I, for yes well i have
1: <laughs> so, i yes well mm-hmm, I have you know yeah. like yes yeah. Mm, mm-hmm,
0: yeah yep but just, so all of the 10 of the people the 10 of the spies the 10 that, of the 12 yes the 10 of the 12 that came back with the heinous reports just reminds me of the news castings today right the people the news like Seriously. i don't watch the news no i, I don't. don't because it's so exaggerated Absolutely not. it's just it's bad anyway no. you don't need that type of negativity in your life anyway no. um remove all the secular they, things they received immediate judgment because they yes. were the driving they were the worst leaders yeah yeah because they exaggerated their report, and they had such distrust in God yeah. and unbelieving distrust. In exactly, God. and
1: we talked in detail about that last, last week about how they exaggerated everything to cause basically like panic I'm is Im- exactly as you say. I'm imagining like a, a state of panic. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> do you remember that sound? I forget. I think it's from I don't know what movie it's from. I do, but it's not appropriate. <laughs> I think it's Anchorman or Anchorman Two. Get the children! Save the children! They're coming into the back door. <laughs> like, yes, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. When really, it's nothing. Oh, good. Take the Ferrell. children.
0: Good old Will Ferrell. <laughs> they're coming into the back
1: door. <laughs> like, that's what I'm imagining they're doing. to yes. These people, like, yes, they are. They're um, they're exaggerating that, their
0: position and that they're was really making loud, them but... very <laughs> fearful of the situation they're in. And there's no need to be none. You know? Yep. So they were also leaders of Israel. So they they were entrusted to give a good report and what was true and they didn't they didn't do that. You're not leading by example, sirs. Seriously. Um. So they died. Immediate death.
1: <laughs> Straight to death. Straight to death.
0: <laughs> That's the whole book of Leviticus. Straight to Joe.
1: <laughs> Why is she calling me You were selling a sweater.
0: So yeah. The ten spies died. Do you have anything else? Not for that section, I don't. All righty. Let's continue on reading the fourth and final section. Israel defeated in battle. When Moses told these words to all the people of Israel, the people mourned greatly. And they rose early in the morning and went up to the heights of the hill country, saying, Here we are. We will go up to the place that the Lord has (laughs) promised, for we have sinned. (laughs) But Moses said, Why now are you transgressing the command of the Lord when we will not succeed? Do not go up, for the Lord is not among you, lest you be struck down before your enemies. For there the Amalekites and the Canaanites are facing you, and you shall fall by the sword. Because you have turned back from following the Lord, the Lord will not be with you. But they presumed to go up to the heights of the hill country, although neither the Ark of the Covenant, nor the Lord, nor Moses departed out of the camp. Then the Amicalites and the Canaanites who lived in that hill country came down and defeated them and pursued them even to Hormah, Hormorah. Hormorah.
1: <laughs> And that is the end of chapter 14. And that is. But that is not the end of this episode. Lucky you. Okay. Selling the sweaters. No. <laughs> um, that was the last section. Okay. Um. Let's see. So the people
0: superficially repented. They like went to bed, thought they would go back to sleep and back in time, apparently. And um everything they would wake up and they'd be like yep we're ready to go into canaan now let's do it we're gonna go rise early we're gonna get to the top of the hill we're gonna pursue them the god god Mm -hmm. is with us Mm -hmm. i mean did they think god would forget like did they think were they in some different alternate reality where they just forgot what happened the day prior (laughs) so two things about
1: that number one this is me quoting myself
0: (laughs) okay (laughs) me to myself. that was me quoting myself yes
1: so to me they're saying sorry they're sorry they got caught as in they're sorry that they were grumbling and throwing a fit they're and they're sorry because of the punishment that they're going to receive because remember moses and aaron are like y'all dead we're going back the way you said and we are and you're all gonna die um It's not because they're sorry for what they did and recognizing that it was wrong in the way they reacted. So once again, much like us humans do, myself included, I'm afraid about what this is about to say. because I don't remember what I was thinking when I wrote this. Much like us humans do, myself included, big time, we like to believe we are in control. So they set to take matters into their own hands. Oh,
0: sure did.
1: So that's
0: why I said they superficially repented because they were like, let us go up because we have sinned. Like that was them repenting. But no, they expressed regret for the consequences of their sinful fear and unbelief, not true repentance for the actual sins that were committed. Exactly. They weren't sorry that they had unbelief in God and they were filled with fear. No, not at all. I said, (laughs) I wrote this down. I said, when God was with them, they trembled. When he was not with them, they bravely quote-unquote bravely go into battle i was like what did they think was gonna happen seriously though like they ignored everything around them moses was like god is not with you do not do that and then he comes back and it's like god is not with you the ark of the covenant does not go before you don't do that he's not telling us to go that way you're going to die yeah
1: and then what did they do exactly charge and they go and (laughs) they (laughs) die (laughs)
0: like
1: Mm -mm. straight to death
0: look at that half of the israelites just died in the wilderness Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: crazy it's like god said that was going to happen or something
1: seriously and you know going back to like you saying that moses said "Mm," god said don't go that way Mm -hmm. i have this it says this is from again citing sources the book of numbers by timothy r ashley uh the morning of the day in which they have been commanded to turn and depart into the wilderness by the way of the red sea They have thus disobeyed God once again and mistaken the seriousness of his judgment for something amendable to change if only they will do what was originally commanded. Like, it's kind of like, again, going back to the whole, um, going back to the whole parent-child relationship where, like, you're, you know oh my gosh (laughs) think about a time like have you ever like when your parents were like don't do that yes i have a perfect example okay good i want to hear it
0: i was like i don't know five maybe okay okay trigger warning for some helicopter parents out there my parents did give me spankings and i'm better for it so (laughs) moving on here 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 (laughs) um i was like five and we were leaving the outback steakhouse restaurant the van was a In the parking lot across the street, like not across a busy street, across the parking. Yeah. So I had to go from the restaurant across the road, not a busy road, the parking lot road Mm -hmm. to the van. Now I go to step off the curb. My mom says, no, don't do that. We're all walking together because she was talking to somebody.
1: Immediately I'm going, don't do it. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah so i was like okay whatever
1: don't do she it, goes girl. back to
0: turn and talk to somebody who she was talking to and i run across the street <sighs> and get into the van because out. she actually said let me go back Let me back a little bit she said don't do that or i'm gonna whoop your butt <laughs> and so i run across the street and i get into the van and she goes all right come here now i can whip myself it's fine
1: i'll walk across
0: the street with you uh-huh. go back yeah. to the restaurant that
1: moment of like think about too like in that moment i said right? i would whip myself yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes that's hilarious think about in that moment of your sheer panic i'll go back i'll do it like you said yep them yep that's the exactly Israelites. I'll blur- we're gonna do it like you said we're gonna do it nope No, you're not. You're going to get a butt whooping. That's what's going to happen. You sure are.
0: (laughs) Perfect (laughs) example. Look at that.
1: So then I also had a thing about, uh, was that the thing I just read? So basically, also, I read some things in the same, this is the only source that i referenced like me and enduring (laughs) words so (laughs) this is where everything i'm saying is not for myself is from this is not for myself that basically also too the israelites thought that their atonement the atonement that they decided was sufficient i.e them confessing their sin and admitting they were wrong which number one we've already talked about how like that doesn't work no and it was also not sincere was good enough and that that's what atoned for their sins they made that decision that they had atoned to god for their sins first of all who are they i said (laughs) who are you (laughs) i said the people think that because they confess their sins um and that, that their sins have been atoned for. I said, a joke. Who are they? A joke. <laughs> I said, I literally, wrote, dot, 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 a joke. Who are they, especially for after what they just did the day before and for, in all capital letters, themselves to determine that if they do that, slash this, confess their sins, that they have atoned? They have not. No. And I said, and then too, that got me thinking like, praise God. I said, thank you for jesus and for our assurance of pardon yes because man. in living on this side of the cross like we can rest in knowing that jesus has all has atoned for our sins has paid it all he really has that's the song you know <laughs> it is i was singing it in my head as you said it i didn't do it out loud this time i hope you all are proud Aww, i'm, I'm so learning self-control <laughs> <laughs> um So then, I mean, did you have anything else? Mm -mm. Okay. So here goes this last like little bit, like where I feel like it came through, like God revealed some things to me, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Well, some things, but one thing. So you know how I do about rambling and stuff. So it doesn't make sense. Help me out here. I said that people think that just going into the land is doing God's will, right? Yeah. But we know standing on the outside and looking in that it's so much more than just going through the motions. And it's so much more than just doing what you're commanded. Mm -hmm. And I wrote in all capital letters and highlighted in neon green, convicted. I said, how applicable is this even in our lives today? I said, maybe I haven't been understanding what or why I'm supposed to be in the place that I'm in. And maybe I'm just going through the motions, and it needs to be more about my intentions. Like, I can be being kind to someone, but I, you know what I mean? Like, it has to be genuine and it can't just be going through the motions. I'm being
0: kind to this person because God says I need to be kind to this person. Not because
1: you want to be kind. Like, you should, again, the will to do God's will. Exactly.
0: I think. It starts there, though. Oh, absolutely. It starts there about that. before it becomes, con- it's a conscious effort before it becomes an unconscious practice. Yes, because an outward change starts inward. Mm-hmm. Like you have to start within yourself. You start doing, you consume the word, you consume the truth, you, you consume yeah. what God says you're supposed to do. You start putting that into practice. It's a conscious effort. God makes those changes within you and it becomes easier. It becomes second nature. Yeah
1: yeah and so i so just- I don't
0: think you're just moving through the motions i think we are spiritually growing and yeah. we're spiritually growing on a spectrum i don't think yeah. anybody can be at full spiritual growth you know mm-hmm. like we always have room for improvement
1: oh absolutely so don't beat yourself uh, absolutely. up about that <laughs> i just uh, i just feel like i don't know
0: I always Real, feel like I'm not going doing anything good enough.
1: I have had so many breakdowns in the shower this week about me
0: not. Do you feeling remember like, two days ago? Like, Do you remember two days ago? Like
1: to God, just about like I'm. Am I doing like, am I okay? Like we, mm-hmm. am I doing the right thing? And I wasn't even raised Catholic. <laughs>
0: i can't (laughs) Uh,
1: um so i don't know i just feel like there's something in there that like complete and total like rock moment like i feel like the lord is trying to tell me something in there but i just i can't pull it out like it's not i don't know that it's not necessarily like understanding like am i just not understanding kind of like maybe the israelites i don't know no continue like so. like the israelites right they were just going into the land of Canaan the next morning because that's what they thought that they were supposed to do, right? They didn't have... Their hearts were not in the right place. So, like, is it just because, like, they didn't understand that... But I'm not excusing what they did, you know, for the record. Was it part of like why they thought that they could just go in and do what God originally said was number one, desperation. Yes. But was it also because they didn't understand because think about when you're five years old, you know, running across a parking lot and you're in that moment of panic, like, oh my goodness, I shouldn't have done that. I'm going to go back and go with everybody else now. Was it because they didn't understand that just by doing what they were originally supposed to do, that it wasn't the right thing? I don't think so. You
0: know, I think they fully understood what they were doing.
1: Yeah. Because
0: if they didn't, it would kind of be like, you remember back in Leviticus when we were talking about that unintentional sin? Yeah. And part of that was the not knowing of God's laws and God's word. Mm -hmm. And there are people out there that don't know. Mm -hmm. And that's a true thing that that happens and you can sin out of not knowing Mm -hmm. the the laws and things like that so i feel Mm -hmm. like the people who rebelled against god knew full and well what they were doing
1: yeah that's true and then they
0: just hit it they hit a wall yeah where they were just like oh it's too late panic you can't turn back from that yeah you know it's kind of like when somebody says something to you and you know that it's completely ruined the relationship and Mm -hmm. you can't you can't take it back and you can't you can't turn around the consequences are the consequences And you know full and well in that moment that they knew what they were doing.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what makes it worse. Like, that's what makes it so bad is that it was a conscious decision. Exactly.
0: And I truly think, too, that's why the children um, were spared because they had no idea. Yeah. They didn't know what was going on. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Even those kids who are 19 and up that probably, like, were just in the
1: crowd. Yeah. they Doing what mom and dad do. Exactly. Like, you vote a certain kind of way because your parents voted a certain kind of way. I registered to vote, by the way.
0: Yay. go for you. Anyway, <laughs> a side note, but no, I, I mean, I can kind of see what you're talking about with, you know. Yeah. And I not- guess, and
1: I guess maybe the Israelites are not a good example in this case, because I mean, you're right. It was very blatant and obvious that they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Which is why they tried to rectify the situation themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I guess too, like what I'm thinking is, n- is not specific is not applicable in this situation you-, you know what i mean like i just i feel like is part of the reason like where we reach that precip- press. how do you say that precipice, word? Mm-hmm, uh-huh. precipice and we turn Pinnacle. around because we don't understand i don't think so i don't think so because you know
0: what was that word i mean
1: i'm not excusing my sins or no like no not, no 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 no. i'm no, not no. excusing the fact that i don't do god's you know what i mean I like that's feel not in like at all i have been on a precipice before
0: and i a in the fact in the moment i didn't realize i was there and I what I needed to do next. But at the same time, God knows you and God knows your heart. He can lead you to those precipices, but he knows that you're not going to take that leap of faith that you need more character building. That's mm-hmm. why he has what he has in store for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He can take you to the top of the mountain, but if you still need more work.
1: Yeah. It's going to
0: be what it I will just be. basically
1: want to know what my next precipice is and how do I overcome it? I would like to understand and to know that, please.
0: Yep, that's knowing God's will, and that's not going to (laughs) happen. No,
1: it's not. But am am I supposed to be where I'm supposed to be? I think if you weren't, you wouldn't be here. Is that true, though? We all have free will, and he obviously lets us do the wrong thing. I shouldn't say he lets us do the wrong thing, but he gives us...
0: And that's why you go for counsel. Like, you go to him for counsel, and you ask those questions. It's not wrong to ask those questions. Yeah, but I
1: also maybe don't really want to know the answer.
0: Like, is your heart fully in it to know the answer? like that's no. also the same you know what i'm no. saying
1: remember moses no no nope. nope. who wants no nope. you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> yeah which goes back to the whole thing we've talked about this multiple times it's just like praying and asking this is a whole personal thing like just yeah. praying and asking for the will to do god's will because who wants to do it probably not a lot of people
0: well to do god's will i would like all of my thoughts my actions my goals my aspirations to align with his will please please thank you Because I don't want to stray from that, but that it's all being found like you have to be rooted in the word. You have to be foundationally like God needs to be the forefront of your thoughts, forefront of your life. Mm -hmm. And that's part of that spiritual growth. Yeah. This has gotten to a really rabbit hole moment. I told you there was going to be <laughs> some good. discussion. It's good. It's good. It's good. I though. told you,
1: but that's all that I have. That's where I. That's where I leave you. So the Israelites are defeated in war, and that's the end of fourteen. That is the end of fourteen. We do have a favorite verse. Sorry, I'm trying uh, to pick up speed. Yes, we do have a favorite verse. It was exactly
0: the same. It was exactly the same. I didn't pick more than one. I picked one, and Whitney same. picked the one. I also
1: picked one. Crazy. Uh, 14, 9. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear the people of the land for they are bred for us. Their protection is removed from them and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. If the Lord is for us, who Who could could stand stand against against? just
0: the next time you are on that precipice, even if you don't feel like you're there, if you don't want to take the next step, think about that. They were on the precipice of the promised land and they did. They, they gave it, fear. it up. They gave it up. They let fear and unbelief in their hearts and they rejected God. But who, if God is for you, who could stand against? Correct.
1: I'll tell you, nobody.
0: How many times is do not fear in the Bible? Please tell me.
1: I don't know. I'm sure it's a lot. It's a, It's like a million times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's there a lot. It's so many times. And if it's repeated that much, you think that God wants us to fear?
1: I don't know. No. no, he doesn't No, if he is for us who can say immediately. Against?
0: No. Anyway, the next episode will be numbers chapters 15 through 16, and that will be up next Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern standard time. So thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. We hope you've enjoyed the time we spent in God's word and we hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening.